Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you very much for joining us again this day. We are going to receive from the throne of God, sit at the feet of Jesus and be taught by the Lord Jesus himself. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. We bless you. We honor you for this opportunity. An opportunity, Lord, just to sit at the feet of Jesus and receive from your throne. May your word go forth in power and in simplicity. Father, use me as an earthen vessel. May your glory be manifested, Lord, even as this word goes forth. Let it go forth in power and in simplicity. Thank you, Father, that you have anointed me to preach your word. You have anointed me to set at liberty them that are bound and to proclaim your favor upon this, your people. In the name of Jesus, Spirit of the living God, have your way. In Jesus' name. Amen. Like I said, welcome once again, joining us this day, and we are going to receive from the throne of God. I'm very much excited at the Word of God all the time because the Word of God does not change. Our situations, our circumstances keep on changing from day to day. Every time it keeps on changing, but the Word of God does not change. The Word of God is forever settled in heaven. I also want to tell you what God's intention and God's will is for your life. God never intended for us to live in pain. He never intended for us to be in trouble, to be suffering and all that, all those bad things that the enemy intends for our lives. God always has good plans for us. Even after the fall of man, God still made a way to make sure that we may live in victory here on the earth. I want to go with you to the book of 1 John chapter 5, verse 4 and 5. You just see that even when we are here on the earth, we can live in victory. Let's read it together in the New King James Version. 1 John 5, 4 and 5, it reads, For whatever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that overcomes the world, our faith. Who is he that overcomes the world? but he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. So from this scripture that we've read, I really realized that actually it's talking about victory over the world, victory here on earth. It's not like a victory that will be exercised in some time to come. We've got to live in victory here on earth. Even with our circumstances and things around us, those things have got to change to align with what God has said. God's word does not change. And according to this portion of scripture, it is not my circumstances that should be in charge. It is my faith that should be in charge. It is my faith that should bring everything under control because I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. So the same power that God used to raise Jesus from the dead, that power is in me right now. That power is in you as a child of God right now. That's why the Bible says those who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ can live in victory here on the earth. And the problem with most of us is that we are not listening to what God has said. We are looking at things are going on around us. We are looking at our own personal circumstances and we start feeling, but why is my situation like this? Why is this like this? And we don't ask God what he says in his word. But I want you to always tune to the word of God, attend to the word of God, listen and hear to the voice of God and obey what God has, says, has said. You need to keep on saying, I am what God says I am. I have what God says I have. So I will keep to that. Go with me to the book of uh, Psalms 112. 
verse 1 and then 6 to 8 in the New King James Version. And as you're going there, I want to give you the title for our message today. We are talking about peace amidst uh, uh, turmoil. Peace amidst turmoil. So it means you can live in peace even when there is turmoil and chaos all over around all around you because you are a child of God, because you are born of God. You've got God's nature in you. You've got an overcoming nature in you because when we are born of God, we have the nature, we have the DNA of God. So I want to go with you to the book of Psalms 112 verse 1 and then verse 6 to 8 in the New King James Version. Let's go for it. Praise the Lord. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who delights greatly in his commandments. He will never be shaken. The righteous will be in everlasting remembrance. He will not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. His heart is established. He will not be afraid until he sees his desire upon his enemies. So if you look at this portion of scripture, it talks about if you fear God, if you delight in the law of the Lord, you are blessed. It doesn't matter what people say. It doesn't matter what your circumstances are saying. If you fear God, if you hearken to the voice of the Lord your God, if you obey the commandments of God, you are blessed because you are a child of God. You've got the nature of God in you. Actually, if we read it in the, book, in the Passion, the same Psalms 112, verse 1, 6 to 8 in the Passion, it says, Shout in celebration of praise to the Lord. Everyone who loves the Lord and delights in him will cherish his word and be blessed beyond expectation. Their circumstances will never shake them and others will never forget their example. They will not live in fear or dread of what may come for their hearts are firm, ever secure in their faith, steady and strong. They will not be afraid, but will calmly face their every foe until they go down in defeat. So here it's very clear that if you cherish the word of God, if you delight in the word of God, if you delight in the law of the Lord, it says you are blessed beyond expectation. Beyond expectation. So that is God's intention. That's God's plan about your life all the time. Your circumstances should never shake you. That's what this word of God is saying here. And it says, you will not fear or be afraid of what may come. The problem is that we're focusing so much on what is going on in our lives and we lose focus of what God has said. Last week we shared with you that we need to fix our eyes unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. We should not be focusing on our circumstances because when you focus on your circumstances, you are going to be defeated. But if you lift your eyes and look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith, then you see the source of your victory. Then you see what God can do in your life. Then you see how powerful you are. Because like I said when I began here, I am what God says I am. And I have what God says I have. Look at this in the book of Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 7 to 8 in the Amplified. It says, Most blessed is the man who believes in trusts in and relies on the Lord, and whose hope and confidence the Lord is. For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters that spread out its roots by the river, and it shall not see and fear when heat comes, but its leaf shall be green. It shall not be anxious 
and full of care in the year of drought, nor shall it cease yielding fruit. You see what happens to the blessed people. It says, firstly, you are blessed if you trust and rely on God. If you trust and rely on the Lord, because you will not be shaken by circumstances. You will be like that tree that's planted by the rivers of water. So when a tree is by the rivers of water, it can be very hot. But that heat does not affect it, because it's, it, the, the, this tree is uh, taking from the river that's close to it, is getting that water, is getting that freshness. So it means when you are connected to God, when you are connected to the Lord Jesus Christ, it doesn't matter the heat around you because you are connected to the master. You are connected to the creator of the heavens and the earth. You are connected to the God, the most high. You dwell in the secret place of the most high. You abide under the shadow of the almighty. You can say of the Lord, he is my refuge, my strength, my God in whom I trust. A thousand may fall at my side. 10,000 shall fall on my other side, but it will not come near me. Because indeed, he has formed his edge around me. He protects me. He covers me with his feathers. Under his wings I take refuge. That is what God's word says about me. And that's who I am. So, even looking at how Jesus admonishes us as his uh, disciples, he does not want us to be troubled. He does not want us to focus on circumstances that will trouble us, that will pull us down. Go with me to the book of 1 John chapter 14, verse 1 and verse 27 in the Amplified. It says, Do not let your hearts be troubled, distressed, agitated. You believe in and adhere to and trust in and rely on God Believe and adhere to and trust in and rely also on me. That's what verse 1 says. So if you look at this closely, it says, do not let your heart be troubled. It means you can decide to let your heart be troubled. When you are starting to get worried, you're starting to be concerned about issues around you, you need to say, but my master said, I should not let my heart be troubled. I should not be distressed. I should not be agitated. I must keep on believing in God. I must keep on relying on the Lord. I must keep on believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. I must keep on relying on him. So whatever I go through, I've got to say through it all, I have learned to trust in Jesus. Through it all, I've learned to depend upon his word. Because it is his word that will take me from my destruction. Because the Bible says he sent his word and healed us. He sent his word and delivered us from our destructions. So it is his word that will always give us the victory. It is his word that will give us the joy that we need, the victory that we need in this life, so that we may walk in victory, so that we will say, I cannot be defeated because God's nature is in me. It doesn't matter, child of God, what you are facing. It doesn't matter what people are saying around you. What matters is what God has said. What matters is what your master, your creator, the one who loves you, says about you. He is the very same one who says, by the stripes of Jesus, you are healed. He is the same one who says, his peace, he wants to give you his peace. So with his peace, you will not be troubled. Let's read verse 27. It says, peace I live with you. My own peace now give I and bequeath to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. 
Stop allowing yourselves to be agitated and disturbed and do not permit yourselves to be fearful and intimidated and cowardly and unsettled. You see what Jesus says? He says, don't allow yourself to be intimidated, to be agitated, to be disturbed, to be distressed. Don't allow yourself to be in such a situation. Keep on standing and say, my situation is temporary, but the word of God endures forever. So I will hold on to the word and the word will deliver me from my my destruction. The word of God will deliver me from my circumstances. But you need to keep on focusing on that word and keep on speaking that word. Jesus says he leaves us with his peace because he wants us to be at peace. He wants us to be at rest. He does not want our hearts to be troubled. You know that sometimes it's midnight. Instead of you sleeping or instead of you praying, you are worried, you are troubled. Your heart is not at peace. You are always anxious. That's not what God wants for you. He wants you to rest. He wants you to be at peace. He wants you to relax in him. That's why if you go with me to the book of Isaiah, chapter 32, verse 17 and 18 in the NIV, it says, The fruit of that righteousness will be peace. Its effect will be quietness and confidence forever. My people will live in peaceful dwelling places, in secure homes, in undisturbed places of rest. That is what God says. That is what God wants for you and me. That indeed the effect of that peace will be quietness and confidence forever. That as his people will live in peaceful dwelling places, in secure homes, in undisturbed places of rest. That's what God wants for you. Do not let your heart be troubled. Have that peace of God to relax in God, just as Jesus was sleeping and resting when the storms were raging around him, when they were in that boat. You remember even Peter when he was taken to prison after James was beheaded, and then that night, Peter was fast asleep, relaxing in God, putting everything in the hands of God, that the angel had to strike him on the side to wake him up, which means he was so much at rest, so much at peace, knowing that God is in charge. If it were some of you, you would have been up the whole night, agitated, anxious, worrying, not knowing what to do. The problem with worrying and being anxious is that you still suffer that pain of, of, of worry, the anxiety and all that, even before the real punishment comes. So worry is like paying interest on the capital debt. The capital debt is still there. So you can as well relax in God and say, I've given everything over to God. I want to enjoy my life. I want to relax and rest in him. Because he says, come unto me, all you who labor and are heavy laden. I will give you rest. He wants you to have rest. He wants you not to be troubled. Everything that's troubling you, coming through your mind. Jesus says, who of you by worrying can change anything? Don't allow anxiety and fear and all these things to disturb you. All the things that we are hearing, a lot of things that we are hearing around us, some of those things do not instill hope. They actually discourage you. So rather, focus on what God has said. Even when Jesus was here on the earth, when he was living, he said, when I pray for my people, I do not pray that you take them out of the world. Go with me to the book of John 17, 15, NIV. He says, my prayer is not that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. In other words, 
We still continue to live here on the earth, but we are protected from the evil one. He says, I don't say take them away from the world because there's still a lot of work to do. We still have a lot to do here. There are still many souls to be one to the kingdom. So you cannot quit, child of God. You cannot go. You can't say, it's better that I die and be with the Lord now. You still have a work to do. But when we are still here, he says, I pray that you protect them from the evil one. I pray that you preserve them. And indeed, we can be preserved. We can be protected. A thousand may fall this side, 10,000 that side. It will not come near us. All those deadly diseases, he said he will protect us from deadly diseases. Because sometimes we become like people of the world and we become despondent. And we end up having no hope. But our hope is in the word of God. So actually, Habakkuk even put it more nicely. He says, even if things don't seem to be working out in the natural, that doesn't change my resolve to serve God. I choose to rejoice in the Lord my God. Go with me to the book of Habakkuk, chapter 3, 17 to 19 in the Amplified. He says, though the fig tree does not blossom and there is no fruit on the vines, though the yield of the olive fails, and the fields produce no food, though the flock is cut off from the fold, and there are no cattle in the stores. Yet I will choose to rejoice in the Lord. I will choose to shout in exaltation in the victorious God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength, my source of courage, my invincible army. He has made my feet steady and sure like hind's feet and makes me walk forward with spiritual confidence on my high places of challenge and responsibility. He says, I choose to rejoice in the Lord my God. I choose to shout in victory. Even if things are like this, he says, even if there's no more cattle in the store, even if things are not working well, even if your bank balance doesn't look good, even if the things you were waiting for haven't come yet, that shouldn't deter your faith. You should never drop your face and look down. You should keep on looking up to the Lord. That's where your help comes from. So you should never allow things to disturb you and put you down. Because he says, I choose to rejoice in the Lord my God. Because he makes me walk forward with spiritual confidence. So our confidence is in the Lord. Our confidence is in knowing what God has said. It's like when you know what the final outcome will be. You don't mind much about what's happening today in your life because you know what the ending will be. Your ending is a good ending. It's like the Bible says, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame. So in other words, when he was on the cross, he was not focusing on the cross. He was looking at the joy that was set before him. The joy of winning you and I back to him. The joy of redeeming you and I. So it made that pain insignificant. Child of God, what are you going through? What pain are you experiencing? Look beyond the pain. Look beyond the cross. Look at the resurrection. Look at the victory. Say, it might be night now, but weeping may endure for a night but joy comes in the morning. I may not be feeling good right now, but my feelings have got nothing to do with what God has said. My situations must change because I'm not moved by my sight. I'm not moved by my circumstances. I am moved by the word of God. So I want to conclude this with you. 
by going to the book of Philippians. Because then if you are established, if you've got the peace of God, if you relax in the Lord and don't allow anxiety to, to, to trouble you, then you will live in victory. You will always be at peace. Other people will be surprised when they ask you, how are you doing? When everybody else is complaining, I keep on saying, I am blessed, I am highly favored. So Philippians chapter 4, 6 to 7, I'll start it in the New King James Version. It says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Did you hear that? It says, be anxious for nothing. Anything that you think is a problem for you, God doesn't say ignore it. He says, let it be known unto God. And when you have let it known unto God, then you can relax in the peace of God. May that peace of God cover you. May you be so much at peace. It says it's the peace of God that surpasses all human understanding. People not understanding, you're still smiling. You're still able to come to work. You're still able to come to church. You're still able to serve God. How do you do that when things are like this around you? It's because of the peace of God that surpasses all human understanding. I just want to take the verse 8 to 9, this New King James Version in Philippians 4, to conclude this. Because he says, finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, this do, and the God of peace will be with you. You see, he is the God of peace. He wants to give you his peace that surpasses all human understanding. But you cannot have that peace if you are focusing on wrong things. He says, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, start meditating on those things. Start meditating about the things that are going well in your life. There are so many things that are going well in your life. The devil wants you to only focus on the things that are not going well. If you are to start counting your blessings, count them one by one. You woke up today. Some people didn't wake up today. They are dead, but you are still there. You are healthy. Some people are not healthy now. You can walk on your feet. Some people cannot even walk. So there are many things you can thank God for. Even if you cannot walk, you still have other things that you can do. So there are so many things. All of us have got something to thank God for. And therefore, we should not allow our circumstances to bog us down. Because we want to keep this peace of God. That surpasses all human understanding. That we can be at peace amidst the storms. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, we bless you. We honor you, Father, for your word. We thank you, Father, for always being mindful of us. Indeed, you want us to dwell in your peace, that, Father, indeed our hearts will not be troubled, that we can be at peace in the middle of the storms. We can be at peace even when there is turmoil all over around us because we know our God. And may your peace, O God, continue to guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, that indeed our hearts will not be troubled. In the name of Jesus, I pray for every child of God that was discouraged, that was feeling 
It's, it's, I don't know what else to do. I'm just feeling down. I say, may the peace of God come over you. May the peace of God overshadow you. May you take the joy of the Lord to be your strength in the name of Jesus. And I pray for everyone who is not feeling well in your bodies. I say, be healed in the name of Jesus. I send word of healing in your body. You are healed by the stripes of the Lord Jesus. Your circumstances will never remain the same. They have to conform to the word of God. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In 2021, you need to keep your dreams up, knowing that your dreams and your expectations will never be cut off. That's Proverbs 23, 18 in the Amplified. It says your hope and expectation will never be cut off. So you need to keep your faith. Keep your faith and know that God is in charge. Things will work out because my God is in control. Because my God is the Almighty God. So we'll see you next time. To keep in touch with us, subscribe to our channel. And then you will keep on getting messages every time when we post out something. Then you will be alerted to that. Stay blessed. Walk in victory. Keep the faith. Your expectation and your dreams will never be cut off. In Jesus' name. Amen.